0: It's 11.02 Eastern Standard Daylight Time, and we're coming to you from the base of the Robert E. Lee statue in Richmond, Virginia, covered in graffiti, Black Lives Matter. I'm Matt, and this is Martin, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. How's
1: it going, Matt?
0: Uh, going pretty well, Martin. It's uh, steamy here today, late spring day. Um uh, what uh, it, it which, you know, reminds me of a good joke. Oh, yeah. What's that? So um, a woman was in labor in the hospital and she started uh, yelling, uh, shouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't, didn't, can't. And the doctor says, OK, don't worry, don't worry. Those are just contractions. Oh, I, yeah, I get it. Yep. I get it. So yes.
1: ironically, I have another joke about a hot, humid day. So this guy was walking around town um, and he had this really short sort of squat, really ugly dog with no tail, yellow. Mm-hmm. It's really hot. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go into this bar and get a drink. So he goes into the bar and the dog just, Sort of lies down right at his feet. And the bartender comes over and the guy orders a beer. And the bartender goes, wow, that must be the most yellow, short, squat, ugly dog I've ever seen in my whole life. And the guy goes, well, that's true, but you should see him fight. So then from across the bar, this other guy notices him. And he has like a huge, big, fierce-looking black dog. And he goes, hey, pal. I heard, heard you think your dog can fight. And he goes, oh, yeah, my dog can fight. He goes, well, why don't we uh, take our dogs out back and put some money on it? And the guy goes, okay. So they go out back. Dogs are going to fight, $100 apiece. Well, the, dog, the guy takes the dog off the leash, and the short, yellow, squat, ugly dog nearly kills the other dog in about five seconds. Wow. And the guy goes, man, that is sure a short, ugly, squat, yellow dog, but he can can sure fight. And the guy goes, yeah, he used to be an alligator until I cut off his tail and painted him yellow.
0: Wow. Wow. That must have been some scene. Man.
1: It was. It was. Um, So... Today's topic, we're going to be talking about hidden gems, and truthfully, right before the show, Matt and I were sort of talking about whether, you know, this is going to be too specific, whether people are interested in sort of, you know, the nuances of travel and specific locations. So we're going to get into it, and we really are going to try to maybe capture the feeling and the history of some of these places with some specific locations thrown in. Um, I'll start, uh, as many of you probably know, I enjoy spending a lot of time in the North woods and specifically, I think an underrated area is the Lake Superior area. I think if you've been there, you know how spectacular it is. If you haven't been there, you probably never even crossed your mind. Do you know what I mean, Matt?
0: Yes. Uh, a, uh, an area with a long history of uh, hardworking people um, in, you know, a manufacturing history that sort of disappeared, mixed with some spectacular scenery. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, most people don't even know that there's an Upper Peninsula of Michigan much less, you know, how beautiful it is, and probably because it's so far away.
1: So the area I'm highlighting right now, so there's a town in the Upper Peninsula called Houghton, Michigan. That's where Michigan Tech is, a very, very uh, great science and technology school. Well, there's a bridge that goes across Lake Superior, just a little sort of inlet Bay area. And across the other side is the town of Hancock. Little history of Hancock. Um, It's a lot of Finnish Americans. As a matter of fact, in the show prep, I discovered that the president of Finland actually visited there and talked to the people Um, in the hockey arena, I think in 76. Um, yeah. So... Many years ago, Matt and I had the opportunity to go over there, and sort of the main drag of Hancock are these real small stores, real old, Um and they, you know, it must have been, it's a little hazy, but they must have had six or seven bars just in the town of Hancock for like 5,000 people within like three blocks, and then each bar probably had about eight seats in it. Yeah. Um, so the Monte Carlo is one I was thinking about. There's one called the downtowner. There's one, which I think was attached to the Holiday Inn, which was right next to the bay where this bridge is. Um, right. They have a ski hill that I think is affiliated with Michigan Tech that is right off the bay,
0: which is pretty impressive as well. And these bars are, like, the ultimate old-school Midwestern, like, you know, you walk in, there's beautiful woodwork, and, you know, just a long bar with seats, and, you know, nothing else, Uh, Miller and Bud, probably, and maybe something else, and, um, you know, everybody knows everybody else, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, little tunnels that you walk into. Also, uh, the Finn thing, I remember now that um, up until only very recently, they had a famous long-running, like, for 50 years, long-running radio show in that area where it was in Finnish. Like, and, you know, there's still stores and everything where you can get all the, like, weird, like, fish and you know, like finish like foods and all that stuff. So it's like for real then checking that out. Yeah. Let's go to our horizon. Huzzahs. Uh, I'm going to start out with a hurrah if you don't mind. Um, so I referred to the statue of Robert E. Lee here, uh, in Richmond. Uh, I would like to give my hurrah to the guy I met last night. Who brings a projector out there and a tripod and uh, projects the uh, image of George Floyd onto the statue? Um, First of all, you know, it's important to be reminded of the consequences of uh, yes, even someone that lived hundreds of years ago, uh, we're still living with them, and uh, they affect real people uh, who are you know, deserve to be treated just like you and I. Um, but I just think that's a really cool way to uh to to be an artist is to to use that to project onto things that already exist. So
1: and is that the one that's in the news that is going to be taken down? Yeah. Correct. Cool. Um so I have a huzzah and this really It's not a lifetime achievement, Hazal, but this man certainly could have earned that. This goes out to Dr. Ben Carson. Um, You know, just a New York Times headline from 2015, from vaccines to creationism, Ben Carson's views Perplex some. Um, You know, he's a medical doctor, very famous at his job, Um, and obviously... Extremely well qualified to be the housing and urban development secretary under President Trump. Right. Because you always want a neurosurgeon in charge of housing and urban development policy. Definitely. Um, so, you know, the recently, obviously, Black Lives Matter, George Floyd has been in the news. There have been a lot of protests and uh, Dr. Ben Carson came out few days ago and said you know if these players were to come out and say they're talking about the nfl players and people who knelt during the national anthem uh we love our nation we are patriots we love our flag we honor the memory of those who died to give us our freedom but we are protesting some of the brutality that has occurred and that's why we're doing this i think it would solve the problem and i suggest we do that um dr carson truthfully They did that many times. Um, Colin Kaepernick, uh, 2016, um, came out and said, the media painted this as an anti-American, anti-men of the women in the military, and that's not the case at all. I realize that men of the women of the military go out and sacrifice their lives and put themselves in harm's way for my freedom of speech, so I have the utmost respect for them. I think what I did was taken out of context and spun a different way. There are several other NFL players who protested who said the exact same thing when they were protesting. Um, so, Dr. Ben Carson and probably millions of other people, I think if you'd listened in 2016, I think if you'd listened in 1993, I think if you'd listened in 1968, I think if you'd listened anytime over the past hundreds of years, we would not be in the position we're in right now.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just goes to show that uh, also you can, you know, be someone that's extremely good at something and, and have, you know, an otherwise stellar educational background, but you can't even make a coherent argument, uh, which, you know, uh, those are not the kind of people we need leading us during a time like this. But uh, anyway, let's leave it for, let's leave it there. We'll certainly have more to, uh, to say in the future. Um, but uh, that's a good one, Martin. Um, um,
1: real quick. Thank you, Matt. Uh, just a reminder, we're still looking for anyone who can help us get John Mayer on the podcast. Um, our swag bag of Duke of PIPSO merchandise is only growing larger i right. didn't think we could fit that much stuff in our sack but it seems yeah. like we can fit even more in there
0: yeah we're gonna we've, we've already gotten one of those pods dropped off because we ran out of storage so um let's get let's win this thing let's get this thing sent out um and um uh, until then uh please please get in touch with john mayer and have him get in touch with us and we'll talk to you next time Uh, Have a good one, everybody.
1: Adios.